Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday listen to Conversation with Unc hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, here we go. It's hour three. We're live in Los Angeles, which is a busy place. Otani signing, Staley firing. It's the herd. Uh, wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thank you for making us part of your day. Julian Edelman, who's always money, is going to be joining us in 15 minutes. Um, all right, so J-Mac, Brandon Staley's been fired appropriately. Don't root for people to get fired. But I, I, I've got two or three thoughts on this. So I've talked about this, J-Mac, a lot. Loyalty has its limits. Okay. When this organization took a 27-0 lead in a playoff game last year against Jacksonville and lost it, I'd have fired him in the spot. As a defensive coach, you can't lose a 27-0 lead. I'd have fired Brandon Staley last year. So he came in defensive, he was chippy, uh, he has no ability to build a culture. Why would he? He only had four years of pro experience, one as a coordinator. It was a bad hire. So th- that's the first thing. I They were too loyal to him. Uh, Tom Telesco lost his job today. A friend of mine, very capable executive, he was too loyal. Should have fired Brandon Staley on the spot. Tom's problem, too nice a guy. Sometimes you just have to fire people. Um, I This would not have been my hire. Brian Dable would have been my hire. I said it before, uh, but he was Staley was young, probably one of the young hipsters, interviews well, twinkle in the eye, can steal a lot of the Rams magic. He'd been a coordinator one year. He was a kid coach. No way he should be a head coach moving forward. Put him back at position or coordinator. 
give him another 10 years, but he just wasn't ready for the job. He couldn't handle the media. He couldn't handle game day. He couldn't handle a big lead. When your coach can't figure out his expertise, his side of the ball, you got a whiff on your hands. Get it out of the building as fast as you can. Instead, they got stubborn, they got loyal, and it burned them. Here's the other thing to know. The Chargers have named their linebacker coach, Giff Smith, their interim. He's been around a while. He's an older coach. So Kellen Moore, they don't even trust him in the interim role. He's not getting the gig. So Kellen Moore, I mean, it's like who you make executor of the will. That's the grown-up in the family. They're not giving Kellen Moore the interim responsibility. They're giving it to an older linebacker coach. So that tells you what they think about Kellen Moore. They're upset with him. They're not happy with him. They think he is for capable, culpable for some of this blame. So, you know, I, I said this earlier, is the Chargers, the last time they had a really formidable culture was Marty Schottenheimer. They were tough. They were physical. Marty's teams were tough and physical. Marty's practices were tough. Marty was rigid and tough and physical, and his teams were, and they felt like something. Previous to that, Don Coriel, they had a culture. Progressive, smart, Dan Fouts, Kellen Winslow, Muncie, ran the ball, John Jefferson. So the two times the Chargers have had a culture, not just players, not just talent, a culture. The late, great Don Coriel, Dan Fouts, they were wildly entertaining. They were a decade ahead of their time offensively, and Marty Schottenheimer's teams would kick your butt, alpha, punishing, physical culture. Since then, it's just been coaches, just been players. Like, you know, a lot of the New York Jets have players. Patriots with Belichick and Brady had a culture. The Kansas City Chiefs have players and a culture. Green Bay, to their credit, has a culture. You know, Miami's had a lot of Miami's had a lot of players. Hopefully, McDaniel Tua. That's the part. You know, it's a culture. So the Chargers just don't have it. So, who can create that? Harbaugh, Dan Quinn, uh, Belichick with a call. I want somebody that can create what this organization rarely has. They've always had good players. They've always had good quarterbacks. They've always had good receivers. They've always scored points. They've rarely had a formidable, foundational, lean-in belief system that everybody in the building can put their arms around. That's what they don't have. So go get somebody that can create that. I doubt it's an inexperienced coordinator. I doubt that's the solution. Even giving the interim job to a mid-50s linebacker coach who's been around for years tells you they're trying to get things right in the building, get a grown-up in the building to rally the team. That's telling you. They don't want another young guy with Kellen Moore as the interim coach. They had a young guy. He couldn't figure out the culture. He just called plays poorly. Um, Eric Mangini says there's a lot of talent here, and they got a good draft pick and a quarterback, but it's not an easy job. Where this is a challenging job is there's a lot of people involved in the organization that are owners and and the word on the street is that it's it's a lot like a family business and there's a lot of cooks in the kitchen so whenever you have that type of situation it can make it a really difficult job from a whether you're the GM whether you're the head coach to really get the things done that you want to get done everything is more difficult they're not in great salary cap space they don't typically pay 
coaches a, a lot of money, and then they're in a tough division. So I don't know if the organization, the Spanos family, has the stomach for Jim Harbaugh. I just don't think they have the stomach. I would love Harbaugh to get the job, and I do think this is a rare moment that Harbaugh would consider it. Number one, he's coached out west, San Diego and Stanford, San Francisco. So Harbaugh has history in the West. He's not like Belichick, an East Coast guy. Number two is Harbaugh knows you need a star quarterback to win in the NFL. Number three, this Michigan team's going to lose 18 guys to the NFL. Number four, the NCAA is coming down with some pretty heavy sanctions. And number five, wouldn't it be great to leave having beaten Ohio State three straight times. Next year, you got to go to Columbus. That's a tough place to win. Also, Harbaugh played for the Chargers. So there's a lot of reasons this works. He's done the West Coast, and he likes it. They've got a quarterback. They've got some good players. NCAA is coming after Michigan. Michigan's going to lose 18 NFL players. Buy low, sell high, leave at the top, beating Ohio State three times. Now they got to go back to Columbus. Also, the Big Ten. Here comes Oregon. Here comes Washington. Here comes SC. Going to be the toughest it's ever been. It is a great time, potentially. Now, I think Harbaugh matters more to college football than pro. But so much of life is about timing and location. And the timing to leave Michigan, you could argue, is right now. Right now. The time to go to the Chargers is right now. Because they fired their GM, and they're probably willing for the first time in their careers to give the coach more leverage than the previous coaches. They failed with Mike McCoy. They failed with Anthony Lynn. They failed with Brandon Staley. The Spanoses disappearing in a distracted, frenetic L.A. market, I think are now going to have to consider giving the coach some power. And they may not do it again, and they may not like it, but the timing for Harbaugh feels right. Eric Mangini knows Jim and and said he thinks Harbaugh can make sense uh, in Los Angeles. He's an outstanding defensive coordinator, so that aspect of the team should improve significantly. So from a culture hire as well as a, a technical hire, he's he's outstanding. Jim's proven he can win everywhere he's gone. And and his his package may be a little bit different than, than everybody else's. But Jim to me has an incredible openness as a coach that I've seen very rarely. He's willing to try anything. He's open to new ideas and, and that allows him to, to get an edge in places that he's been because he's not bound by conventional wisdom. So the Charger Spanos family has been going cheap, coordinators, McCoy, Anthony Lynn, Brandon Staley, swing and a miss, swing and a miss, swing and a miss. It's time to go back big. Go get somebody who's won before, who's built a culture before, who's older. So I think not naming Kellen Moore the interim is a sign is they're looking for experience, an adult, not the hip new young coach that the, the media is all into. By the way, the Cowboys offense 
is at its best right now, and Kellen Moore left. Now, that surprises me, but that's part of it. Kellen Moore, Justin Herbert regressed. The Cowboys have improved. You know, Spano's family is probably not in love with what their offense looks like right now. But they don't have a ton of needs. They could use, to me, clean up their cap space. Probably have to move off Mike Williams and maybe Khalil Mack. Uh, you know, they, 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 they've got stuff here, though. And I'll say it again. The biggest advantage they have beyond Justin Herbert and having a left tackle and a good edge rusher, although Bosa's never healthy, is they've got the number five pick currently, and they don't need a quarterback or a left tackle. And this draft at the top has a ton of both. Four interesting quarterbacks, four interesting offensive tackles. They don't need either. So they could move down and supplement their draft picks or go get the best tight end prospect, Brock Bowers out of Georgia. They could use a tight end. Uh, there's also a couple of really interesting wide receiver talents. There's a couple of defensive tackle player uh, talents. So I, I think my gut feeling is I would move down in the first round, and you wouldn't have to go from 5 to 20. You could go 5 to 9. You could go 5 to 8, 5 to 10, and pick up a couple seconds or a third because they've got some needs here. They've got to get better at receiver. They've got a center position. They, got to, they have to move off Khalil Mack or Bosa, I think, because they just – Bosa's never healthy, He's, and Mike Williams isn't. So it's all very exciting times, J-Mac. Certainly. I mean, listen, you're looking up at the Chiefs and Mahomes and Reed for at least another 8, 10 years. So you got to nail this one. And this will be Herbert's, what, third coach in five years? So think about that. Andy Reid twice a year, Sean Payton twice a year with franchise quarterbacks. You want to go with a kid? You need to get a grown-up. Yeah, Josh Allen's still in the conference. Joe Burrow's going to be healthy. Yeah, you, you, Lamar Last Jackson. Year, Lamar Jackson's not going Like, there's a lot of good young talent. AFC stacked. But the question is, do they want to open up the pocketbook and spend the money on Harbaugh? I mean, I think you could back it up, and Harbaugh says, I want control of the front office. At the roster and head coaching, Jim, it's your job. Go for it. I, I, don't, I don't think they have the stomach for okay. it. He's going to walk away. What's your backup job? You want, no. you want Ben Johnson? You want Dan Quinn, another defensive guy? I'm not disagreeing. <laughs> I just don't think that's comfortable for them. And I don't think... Maybe listen, it's time to get uncomfortable, Colin. I'll tell you this. The Chargers, L.A.'s not interested... And San Diego doesn't want him back. The Spanos family has to. This has been a, a denigration of a brand. And it was not a huge brand. But, I mean, this market is Lincoln Riley, L.A. Rams, Dodgers now have added Otani, Lakers may go get Zach Levine and get back to the Western Conference. The Clippers have four stars and they're opening a new building. There's, like, there's stuff going on here. There's, this, this, this is a robust, distracted market with a beach, mountains, and proximity to vegas like you got to get this right yeah you can just become you don't want to become you know i mean even college basketball brawny james for usc there's a million options here gotta spend money to make money i have a great parlay for you this weekend thanks to DraftKings sportsbook new users use the code herd h-e-r-d when you download the app here's my parlay picks People will sell their Packers stock because they lost to an average Giants team, but they're at home. I'll give up the three and a half. I think they beat the Bucks handily. Browns minus three and a half hosting the Bears. Chicago looked great, but Cleveland's defense at home will be a different matter entirely. Browns by a touchdown. And the Bills minus two at home. Yeah, I like all three favorites. I'll take them over the Cowboys coming off a highly emotional thrashing of the Eagles. You want to take the herd parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, code is HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. 
It's easy. It's simple. DraftKings. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. Well, we get him every couple of weeks and we love him. He's got a podcast called Games with Names. New episodes got Gronk out now. I'm sure it's great. Julian Edelman, three rings, 12 years, uh, all with the Patriots, which is so rare in sports today. So our big story, Brandon Staley. Um, got fired uh, last year. First of all, I thought hiring him four years total experience. One as a coordinator, I thought it was a big swing and a miss. Sean Payton was interested. Brian Dable was interested. I am not against people that lack experience, but I think once you get a star quarterback, you almost owe him like a grown up. Um, I would have fired him after the twenty-seven nothing lead and loss in the playoffs. I would have just said, "We, we can't." You're a defensive coach. You can't lose twenty. Is that too harsh, or did you get bringing him back? Um, I probably would not have brought him back this year uh, just because of the whole circus that his coaching style has is, is kind of had. And, and, you know, he's been trying, he's been trying to be the guy who's been revolutionary with the, you know, the, the schematics and, and the, the whole analytics, analytics uh, you know, and then he kind of went back on that and kind of, he just lost his identity of what he was trying to be. Yes. Uh, so when you don't have an identity at the head coach position, you lose the identity of a team. Great call. You know, so I, I think once that started happening, he started backpedaling on his analytics. I mean, that's just telling you he lost his confidence in what he really believes in. So, you know, the, the decision probably should have been made last year, you know, especially with what the kind of coaches you had, you know, the Sean Paytons of the world that were out there. Um, and, and, you know, we all know this is a quarterback league. If you got the quarterback, you know you got you got you got to bring some things around him to make that thing go because you don't know how long this window is going to be uh, when you have a guy like that, like Justin Herbert. You know this 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 could very well hurt Justin Herbert's confidence going into next year. You know this, this losing this this losing impacts guys. It's tough. I mean, look at the whole situation in New England right now. This is impact. Mac Jones probably going to be a backup quarterback now for for the rest of his career, just because of how you know losing can impact people. Um, so Staley losing his identity doesn't have an identity, doesn't really know what his identity was. Uh, you know, you feel bad for a guy getting fired. He'll be all right. He'll be collecting checks for the next couple years, and he'll be a coordinator. So I said I feel like um, they had a culture with Don Coriel and they had a culture with Marty Schottenheimer, but the Chargers mostly, they've had players, quarterbacks, receivers, edge rushers. They've never had a formidable culture. Harbaugh creates them. Belichick creates them. Do you think Bill would consider it? Now, there's Spanos kids in the front office. You know, Bill's got his kids on his staff. Do you think Bill would take the call? He has to. If he's free... Uh, it, he's kind of gone down the young quarterback road this year, these last couple of years with Mac. I mean, you kind of know what you have with Justin Herbert. You can build around that. They got some pieces on defense, uh, and, and they're lacking toughness. And what yes. does Bill do? He brings toughness. Okay, He may be a little old school, and, and he the, a lot of his stuff has, uh, you know, a lot of people have said that is probably, uh, you know, he – Hasn't evolved the way he wanted to with the newer generation, but you know, after this, Bill's a Bill's a guy that takes information, and he, you know, he he's the type of guy that ha- has had 
hard conversations. You know, I can remember when I was going in and negotiating to him off after a Super Bowl MVP. You know, he goes, "Look, you know, it's production business. You're 32. Uh, you know, I, I can't pay you what you want. You know, and and that's the kind of conversation that's probably going to be had at at the table at the end of the year." And knowing Bill, you know, he knows this is a production business. So uh, I don't know where I'm going now. I, I just got, like, zipped. No, yeah. But, uh, yeah, well, I think he would definitely be interested in the, in the San Diego job or the L.A. job. Yeah. Well, half the people here call the San Diego job, yeah. so that's okay. Um, you know, it, it is um, – it's a tough league. 11 of the 14 playoff teams today have offensive coaches. Mm-hmm. And um, and I one of the things that's really jumped out, Julian. So a defensive coach can win if you have a Brady, you have a Josh Allen, you have a very good quarterback. But what I've noticed is defensive players are bigger, stronger, and faster. O line play has regressed over the last decade. Quarterbacks are getting hit more often, more violently, and getting hurt more. Over fifty quarterbacks now play a year. That's the rule. Defensive coaches with backup quarterbacks are a disaster. But in Cincinnati, in Indianapolis, in San Francisco, they're not. And so I do think you almost have to build in. My quarterback's going to miss starts. Do I have a guy that can solve that riddle if it happens? I mean, Tomlin, Belichick, Pete Carroll. So do you, would you go into it saying, listen, man, unless a defensive guy knocks my socks off, I'm going to give Herbert a guy that he can have conversations with. Yeah, I I think there's only one defensive guy that I think Bill's the only one that you bring in to to bring to Justin Herbert. And that's because of you know, you, you look what Bill did with Tom early in his career. He taught him defense, you know, and when when you get that that cross-pollination kind of teaching that, you know, Bill's notorious for, uh and that could help him. I think he needs a leader. I, th- I think he needs someone to teach you, Justin Herbert, you know, how to win in the National Football League. Uh, someone that has a template. Someone that uh, you, you feel always prepared. Um, you know, so I think Harbaugh would be an unbelievable choice that as was, well that, because yeah. Harbaugh is an interesting guy where, you know, there's not many offensive-minded guys that have the label tough with them. Good call. You know, and all and his teams get physical. They fast. all get physical. You know, and and that would be, I think that would be great for a guy like Justin Herbert, who you know, you build a run game in front of him. You you don't put the ball in his hands all the time. Let him win games when he needs to win games, uh, and and it saves him. You know, so and that's what Harbaugh does. That's probably what Bill would do. Um, you know, so it, it's it's interesting. I would want a a, a solidified. NFL type leader around Justin Herbert. I, I know it's you know the Ben Johnson guy is a sexy name out there mm-hmm. right now, yeah. but we still don't even know how the De- Detroit Lions are going to finish this year. Yeah, let alone you know having and everyone just goes and crowns great coordinators to being great head coaches. I don't think that's always the case. You know, there's only you know. The, the McVeighs of the world, the Shanahan's of the world, those guys are one of ones. You know, this doesn't, I know it's a trend, <laughs> but those guys are like 
one-of-one type guys. It goes a whole lot in the other direction with the other guys. So it's going to be interesting. I think he needs a good leader. So I think Kansas City, the Chiefs, um, are very much something you can speak to. So I always felt your the Patriots had three stages to Tom's career. Yeah. Defense first. He's a very, very strong manager. He's learning the position. Then he becomes a star with Randy Moss. The third stage, which you were part of, which is he's got probably his two closest friends, Gronk and Edelman. It's a veteran team um, that's aging but still capable of winning. And then the last couple years, you know, it peters out. But now I believe the Chiefs, are they are transitioning to the second stage, which is Mahomes is now making a lot of money. And you got you got guys on that roster, you're teaching football. Yeah. Okay, and you know a veteran quarterback, Mahomes Brady, that um, they can be a little impatient. If you're lined up offsides, it's not great. So when I watch Kansas City, I think, oh, you get this. You've been through these stages where you became, you and Gronk were like, on third down, that's the only place Tom looks. Travis Kelsey is, <laughs> is where Mahomes. Yeah. And talk about where Kansas City's at. And, and, and again, juxtapose it with your New England life, that when dynasties... You still have a lot of trophies, but these transitions are hard. And I think Kansas City now, in real time, is trying to teach Rasee Rice and Tony how to be stars and dependable in big games. And it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. And Watson. Uh, you know, you, for me, the, the Kansas City Chiefs are in, they still have a shot. Okay, let's, let's let course. everyone, you, when you have Patrick Mahomes with the number two defense and Andy Reid column plays, you're always going to have a shot. They're just in that that mode where they're still learning their team and they have a pass because you have Patrick Mahomes and they've shown that they've been able to do this last year when they've had to rechange their identity at the end of the year. Um, you know, you you look at these last couple games with Rasheed Rice. You know. I guarantee Patrick Mahomes at practice or in the meeting rooms is building his confidence because he's had some production. Yes. And that's that's the role that Patrick Mahomes is in right now. You, you look at the game that Watson had a few weeks ago where he had his touchdown, he had a couple a couple catches and, and, and some production. These are the type of games you learn off of. And you, you get those younger players and you say, hey, we need those plays coming forward on these crucial third downs or this crucial four-point play in the red area. And you, you hope that these guys can, can have the mental toughness to, even though if they lost, take the, the good from the loss, you know, building off of those. I mean, it happened with us in 2018 where, you know, like, we, we lost a lot of weapons. It was, you know, we had a lot of guys that had to come in and make plays in certain situations that may not have done it in the past or, or even earlier in the year. The Philip Dorsets, the Malcolm Mitchells, the, the, you know, Chris Hogan's, the guys that made crucial plays in crucial situations may not have been called a lot, but made those plays. And you could see that, you know, that potentially happened for, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs going forward, if they can have that mental toughness to learn from these losses, yes, it's going to be tough. But, you know, when you have a guy like Patrick Mahomes, I think it's still doable. Yeah. So, it's going to uh, be harder, though. It is. Buffalo-Dallas, the big game of the weekend. Huge. Um, it is. It, it is interesting. Uh, Dallas plays tends to play down. I always felt with your New England teams, I got the same team every week. Dallas, it, got a little collegiate feel. At home, they're Alabama. Yeah. You get them on the road, um, it doesn't quite feel the same. 
is that become is that because they're young and emotional? You guys tended to be more of a you were uh, pragmatic, efficient. Um, I never saw you as a team that was this, this, this. I always felt I got the same Dallas home this road this leading this trailing that. Why, why would that be youth? Uh, I think it has to do with youth. Yeah, uh, and also. I mean, they've been playing really good football right now, so it's it's hard. I think you, you dump all that stuff out right now, and you look at how their team's been executing these last three, four weeks against the, the big tests that they've had. I mean, they go out and they beat, you know, Philly, which that's a big win for them at this time of the year against a team that has a winning record. I, I know it's a, a softer Philly right now because they're lacking an identity and, and they're struggling, but that's still a big win for them. And... and you can't take away how Dallas has been playing such complimentary football. I don't care if it's on the road or at home. Right now they're in a different, a different world where they're, they're getting production on all three phases of the game. Turpin in the return game, Bland on defense with Parsons, Gilmore who's having a really good year. Really good year. Veteran, great second corner or guy for the Bland kid to, to learn off of. And, and you got to tip your hat to how Dak has been managing this, this whole thing and as a whole. So uh, you know, I I I don't want to get into the they're good away or good at home. Right now, they're executing at such a high level. You know, they just got to continue doing that. And right now, winning when you start winning games like they've been winning these last few weeks, you know, you get an excitement when you go to work. You know, on a Wednesday, and you get you get the you know first and second down package that you're going in. Guys are dialed because it becomes an attitude. You know, we, we expect to win, and that's kind of what I'm feeling with with Dallas right now. This is a huge test. You got a cornered animal. You have a cornered animal right now in the Buffalo Bills. These guys have their backs against the wall, and you can never count out. You know, you know, a pissed off Josh Allen. <laughs> but you know, we if you look look to it. You are what you really are, and Dallas for this last month has been real calm, cool, collect, executing. If they play the game the way they want to play the game from ahead so they can have their defense go out and pin their ears back and get after Josh Allen and not let Josh Allen be a problem, have someone spy him, they play the game the way they want to play, I mean, I think they could handle him. You know, it's not going to be easy, though, because you, you, Josh Allen – they have those spurts where they're so big and they're, they're so large, but the consistency level, you just don't know if you can capture that right now. So I, you, have to, you have to go with Dallas right now. Yeah. I think you pointed out something, too. Between their return game and their kicking game, their third team is really special. Guys jacking 60-yard field goals. And by the way, that makes it easier on a coaching staff. All that situational Wins stuff. Wins you two games a year. Just go get a gift. Just go get your Look field at Baltimore. Goals. You know, they went on the walk-off. I remember, you know, special teams. We, we used to take it so serious in New England. And, you know, you'd hear the head coach, you'd hear Bill say, you know, we, we need to get a big explosion play this week. And, and, like, all of a sudden we'd have it. We'd really focus down. And, and we'd win two or three games a year just on, like, a crazy play on defense or special teams, getting it from the other side. And that's real strong when all three phases are playing well. Dallas is this is this is their window. 
you know, because you don't know what's really going to be next year, how much C.D. Lamb's going to want. or the t- You can never bank on the future when you're playing this well. Yeah. Because once you're playing this well, you lose guys, you lose coaches, and you're never going to have this opportunity That's, again. Dan Quinn may get a job. He may get a job. And he's, you, listen, we have a history. There are these coordinators. There's one or two in the league at any time. Philadelphia yeah. lost Shane Steichen. The offense isn't the same. It hasn't been. Most the same guys. Yeah. It's not the same. Great stuff, man. Yeah. Julian Edelman. Always money. Did you know Discover wants everybody to feel special? 24-7 customer service. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Back in a second. One more herd? The herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. Of course, you know us as the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Polly and Tony Fusco Show. Yeah. Now, the suits at Fox Sports Radio gave us this airtime because they wanted us to tell you how great our show is. Why? Yeah, instead of us doing that, let's just let our millions of fans do the talking. Yeah, play the tape. You don't know crap about sports. I mean, why am I even on this crap? Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the wrong tape. Wrong tape. Just forget that. Look, listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you play this week's Fox Super 6 free-to-play game. Download the Fox Sports app and enter for free for a chance to win your share of $10,000 in weekly cash prizes. Brandon Staley fired coach of the Chargers. Julian Edelman's thoughts that Belichick would take a call and that Harbaugh would be a great choice, or Dan Quinn. Uh, I will say the Chargers have some of the key positions taken care of. They got a good corner, a good edge rusher, a good quarterback, a good left tackle, uh, and they have a top five pick right now. I would probably move back and accumulate more picks. I would also call the New York Giants owners, the Mara family, who the Spanos family know very well, and offer up a pick or two to get Brian Dable. He is not a candidate, so I don't consider that very viable, but it was something I would do if I ran that franchise. Dable was viewed as the favorite, much more experienced, offensive side of the ball, great success, Buffalo, winning now on a heater with Tommy DeVito. I would give up. Now, the Giants, if they're smart, will not give him up, but I would absolutely yeah. say I'll give you a first and a second, and and I think he'd turn them around overnight. Someone texted me. i totally forgotten this. The last two off-seasons, Quinn has interviewed for head coaching jobs. So Dan Quinn certainly, you remember he was a coach, uh, previously head coach, as defensive coordinator. He wants to be a coach again. <laughs> they're going to interview Quinn for sure. He's going to have a chance. Yeah, you're not asking him to develop or draft a quarterback. They've got one. So what you're doing is asking Dan Quinn, can you make our football team tough and physical? Because they are not. It is the softest defense I've ever seen with a hipster as a coach that failed badly. (laughs) All right. We do it every Friday. It's one of my favorite segments of the week. Here we go with J-Max Picks. Tomorrow's headlines today, Vikings Bengals, which, by the way, was the sixth Blazing Uh-oh. Five pick that didn't make it. Right. I had Cincy, but it was the one that didn't make it. What say I, you? I should give a preface. This week is brutal. Oh, Like eight games are right around three, that key number. But I've circled something on Vikings-Bengals. I think I see something, a bit of an edge. The headline will be, baby, it's scold outside. <laughs> Vikings offense, a little too cozy. So, you know, when we get Mark Sanchez and a bunch of announcers in here, I love to 
pick their brain and ask them what they're seeing. So Kevin O'Connell made the quarterback change. It's going to be Nick Mullins this week. Dobbs was quickly like, if my first read's taken away, I'm running. Mullins is a pocket guy. He's willing to hang out in the pocket. He's put up some good numbers with Shanahan in the past. I think Mullins can have some offensive success here. It sounds like Justin Jefferson's going to play, yeah. which is huge. I think Jordan Addison... This Bengals defense under Captain Lou, remember how good it was the last two years? Yeah. Very bad this year. Everybody's m moving up and down the field. They really missed uh, Jesse Bates, I think, in the secondary. I think the Vikings getting three, three and a half. I think they can win this game outright. Keep an eye on the Bengals winning outright. Tomorrow's headlines today. The wise guys like Chicago. I like Cleveland, so I stayed away. Where are you yeah, on this, this? This number was at four. One-way traffic, under three now. The headline will be Strawberry Fields forever. <laughs> Chicago comes together right now. I like it. I like the Bears. Honestly, this is so a great spot. Wise guys like the Bears, too. Listen, you look at that Browns defense, Colin. The offensive line's a mash unit. Only two healthy starters. And... Montez Sweat has totally changed things for the Bears defensively. Their defense in the last month, top 10 unit in the league. Jalen Johnson in the secondary. I, I This feels like the Bears can pull the upset. Now, it's small things like this that I noticed. So, against defenses that play man-to-man, -man, Justin Fields can tuck and run. Detroit Lions twice. Browns play heavy man-to-man. -man. This could be a Fields game. I'm seeing now weather... Up to the minute. Wind and rain expected. So, total starting to come down. Justin Fields running. Uh, Browns backfield, offensive line injured. I think the Bears steal this one outright. You know what's really interesting for our show? If the Bears go on a heater and Fields plays well, then the Ooh. Caleb Williams story is fascinating. They could... Yeah. It is fascinating. Well, does his price go up, or do they think about keeping him? I think well, it's a little I one. think it, if Justin Fields had a six-game winning streak, I think people in Chicago would be like, "Are you out of your mind?" Yeah, I think it's. I just think it, wasn't he five and twenty before something? Well, insane? you know, I mean, it, not Takes everybody grows at the same time. It's um, the Bears are becoming a. If they win this game, this and the wise guys and you love them. Chicago becomes a very interesting story. Yeah, I, I, listen, I like Fields. I think he could be a backup or starter, right? There's got Remember the market for Fields was 12 teams, and you mocked me openly. <laughs> Gosh, I love it. Tomorrow's headlines today. I think I know where you're going on well, this Jets-Dolphins. You know, those who were watching last hour know where I'm going with this one. Uh, I rarely back the Jets. Had them last week against the Texans. The headline will be Brees Lightning. Cheetah can't outrun Jets. And yes, uh, Tyreek Hill missed practice again today. Uh, Dolphins just said it at practice. McDaniel, he hasn't practiced all week. Questionable, okay? We know the Dolphins' schedule after this is absolutely brutal, Colin. They have Cowboys, Ravens, Bills on the horizon. If you're going to have him rest on a short week, Tyreek Hill probably sits out here. And then what happens to the offense? Okay. By the way, the center injury for the Dolphins is massive. Quinton Williams should wreck shop in the middle. We've saw, seen Tua struggle, pressure up the middle, get him off his spot. Yeah. I, I'm just telling Jets are big underdogs here. Looks like about 10 in yeah. the desert. Jets outright, money line. I, I may come in with a Jets t-shirt on Monday. Getting excited if they pull this one off. I think I think the Jets can do it. We'll see. Zach Wilson's not going to throw for 300 yards, but I, you got what's the mindset of Miami, Colin? Up 14, three minutes left at home, also, Monday Night Football, and oh, you collapse. Also, Miami is beat up. Very bad. Yeah, it was bad against Tennessee. They just they just really a lot of key players. HN injured as well. The great running back. Like yeah. yeah. Tomorrow's headlines today. The good one on Fox. Big game. Cowboys head 
to Buffalo to take on the Bills in that December New York weather. Yes, yes, yes. Well, 30s, 40s, not going to be that bad. But Dallas indoor versus Dallas outdoor. The splits have been dramatic. The headline will be Stefan the Gas. <laughs> Heard of Buffaloes drive Cowboys backward. Dak struggling. Listen, I've, I've repped for Dak all week. I think he's in the MVP race, no doubt. Tough spot here in Buffalo. Um, this is one of those like Josh Allen games. If you look at his rushing numbers, Colin, they've gone up the last two weeks. What, what do they need? Must win games. I trust Josh Allen more than anybody. He's using Cook more in the dump-off game. Cook has been a big weapon. Yes, he's McDermott been good for- didn't love him because he remember he fumbled on like the first play against yeah. Denver or something like that. This is a Josh Allen probably 15 carry game. I would keep an eye on Diggs, who's been quiet. You know, last couple weeks he's he had has. like three, four catches. Bland, as you noted earlier, risk to gamble. Risk taker. No risk it, no biscuit. I think this is Diggs, Allen. I'm on the Buffalo uh, win outright. I'm not selling my Dallas stock. This is just a bad spot for them. Going outdoors against a Buffalo team, desperate. Um, Give me the bills. Tomorrow's headlines today, Ravens-Jags. I'm interested in your take on this. So, you know, it's funny. I wasn't picking Monday night games. uh, And then last week, Monday night game, disaster with the Dolphins and Titans. Going back to the well, Colin, the headline will be fried calamari. Jackson (laughs) plays squid games with Jags. This is a rematch. I don't know if you remember last year's game. Phenomenal. I was on the Ravens. I remember it was a loss. They led late. Trevor Lawrence comes down the field with two minutes left, beats him with a two-point conversion. This is a Ravens team. Remember, I told you, Lamar plus 600 MVP. If you want to take a nibble, just sprinkle a little bit, some loose change, pizza money on Lamar. I think this is a big spot for him. It's the Sunday night standalone game. A high-profile game. Now, the Jags are getting healthier. The offensive line is back. But if you look at ETN, I have him on my fantasy team, he cannot get loose at all for like the last two months. He was monster earlier this season. So if you can't run, now you're passing. And in a what I think is a shocker, Kyle Hamilton, who suffered the injury yeah. against the Rams, he's like practicing a little. Jim Harbaugh just said an hour ago, he might play this week. John like, did, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be huge. Yes, he's a great, he's had a great, you know what, he is, people don't like taking safeties in the first round or centers, but that draft, they took a center and a safety in the first round, they've both been excellent. And I also have to add, we knock linebackers and safeties as undervalued positions. The Ravens identified, like you said, Roquan Smith and Kyle Hamilton. They have been massive in the defensive resurgence for this team. I, listen, the Ravens have a lot of weapons, man. This kid, Zay Flowers, is nice. Oh, he's really uh, good. Odell Beckham is playing really, really well. Uh, the tight end likely filling in for Mark yes. Andrews has been great. Keaton Mitchell in the backfield, the, the undrafted speedster. Colin, this Ravens team, yeah. like they're not getting a ton of respect as a Super Bowl team, but they get that number one seed and it goes through Baltimore. I, it's going to be yeah. tough for me to Night pick games them. at home at Baltimore with Lamar Jackson. In, in January, that's going to no, be tough. They, they can just... They can just overwhelm people. You saw Browns Jags uh, this past week. I did. Trevor Lawrence was not a hundred percent. He's not outrunning anybody. I I, no. I, I don't see it. So I, I like the uh, I like the Ravens at this spot. All right, good stuff. Great weekend. I don't um I don't I don't disagree on anything. I I like Cleveland, but uh, the Bears are fascinating because you know not everybody matures at the same speed some of these quarterbacks have three years starting you know like brock purdy starts for seven straight years high school college he's ready to roll some of these guys you know kyler murray is like transferring a year what do you get he doesn't have the experience so you know justin fields had started some but you felt like he was a little overwhelmed in year one less overwhelmed year two a little over his skis but becoming something now and all of a sudden in the last five or six weeks it's like He's 
it's he's getting his feet under him. Second year with the offensive coordinator. Yeah. They, a lot of change. It it is make this gonna make this confusing for oh, Chicago. Oh, like, the draft listen, we, now we, is. We're openly talking. I know the Kevin Warren thing, but Jim Harbaugh to coach the Bears. Like, is Eberflus gonna save his job if they get to seven wins? Well, here's the other thing. Eberflus, unlike Brandon Staley, Eberflus is a young coach that's not winning, but the defense yes. is good. So Staley's if Staley's def if they would have been losing, in fact, if Staley had a worse record. But the defense was excellent. Yeah. You'd be like, okay, he's got his side of the ball figured out. What hurts Staley is, what do they do well? He can't even get his side of the ball right. So Eberflus, the defense is playing, now they have Montez Sweat. Chicago's like formidable defensively. So it's like, okay, you can blast yeah. him and not, and not think he's a cultural leader, Eberflus, but he's figured out yeah. his side of the ball now that you've given him some pieces. Colin, they played the Lions twice, indoors and outdoors. And Lions have them. an elite offense, right? Bears totally kept him in check the entire time, both games, except for like the fourth quarter, couple of light drives. But Chicago's defense is is showing really well. So I don't know what you do with Eberflus because like nobody liked him, and now like do you keep him? I well, I I I, I got to tell you, I you know that's it's one of the things that Jerry Jones has leaned into is stability. He kept Garrett longer than anybody wanted. People wanted to run off McCarthy. A lot of these new owners are just rolling through coaches. The McCaskies have been around forever. All I know was Chicago when I watched them. Fields is playing with more confidence and the defense is formidable. Yeah. Well, you have a defensive coach and a young quarterback. So if the quarterback's improving and the defense is improving, both the quarterback and the coach are more formidable people to build your franchise around. You're not drafting one a lot. You get Carolina's pick, so you almost have to take a quarterback. I, I right? know. It's it's a it's a you know, I, I get it. Plus you can restart the clock. Yes. And that's as valuable often as the quarterback, just restarting the salary cap yeah. clock. All right, we will see you Monday. First things first around the corner. Live in LA, it's the herd. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tacovas.com. Stores are great, but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.